0: Ladies and gentlemen, your host, James. You're listening to The Boundless Shores Game Show. Take it away, James.
1: All right. This is episode 53 of The Boundless Shores. A quick little recap from la- last session. We started with Kaldwin waking up to a woman in a bright crimson robe tending to his wounds. She tells Kaldwin her name is Hati, and when he gets a good look at her, he sees that she's an ashrati like him, thought to be extinct and him the only survivor. Uh, his backstory a little un- unclear, at least to the party of how exactly he came to be, uh, still around. She. Uh, she le- uh, Kaldwin learns from the Hathi that he isn't the last of his kind, and that more live on the island. He also learns that the deserts of Vale Bridge that he once called home was never actually the birthplace of the Asherati, and that everything he once knew was wrong. We then cut back to the uh, Adenauul on the uh, Candelabra being attacked in stormy waters by a Kraken. During the fight, as the Kraken continues to damage the ship, Beckett, Yonatan, and Niz all remember what Argolan said to them in the past, the embrace of many arms, which may or may not apply to this situation. Nies calls out to Argolan, asking what it meant, but all all Argolan knew was that he would find home in embrace of many arms. After hearing this, Nies decides to jump into the ocean, turning into a merfolk as he plunges into the seas below. Just as knees jumps, several more tentacles emerge from the water and pulls the candelabra into the sea. The rest of the Adai Na'ul is pulled under as knees is tossed uh, by the overpowering currents.
2: And
0: your contestants for this evening...
1: We've got, uh, well, on my screen at least, we've got James, uh, th- who plays Tobin Riamond, a human sorcerer slash... Lot or fighters slash lots of other things. We've got Owen who plays, uh, who plays or Golan, which is a uh, drow monk drow from shadow guard, that is. And then we've got Liam who is currently playing knees, uh, a gnome, Perfect. I want to say, a gnome, uh, dragon. What's his class? Dragon, gnome, adept.
0: dragon, adept, dragon,
1: adept. That's it. I knew that. And then we've got V, the uh, playing the dark doctor beckett <laughs> uh, and we've got nate playing yonatan our lovely druid companion and chris the playing the salesman and <laughs> salesman and associate of are Naul um alistair graycliffe and our lovely dm forever uh prepping forever uh making weird poses while we introduce him Wes
3: playing the bane of our existence
4: <laughs> nerd
3: let's be honest he was the only one that was going to put up with our bowl
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> wouldn't have it any other way
0: wouldn't have it
3: any other
0: way fantastic James good job buddy that was fucking awesome uh, did it get you off guard enough
1: uh, kind of. When you said that, and then you start saying my name, I'm like, pull up the notes. Thanks, Liam. <laughs> Shout out to Liam for having notes that I could literally just read.
4: I'm sad you didn't use my Davy Jones locker
1: job. <laughs> I did not. I did not.
4: <laughs> Thank you very
0: much for joining us for a uh, correction off the of last episode. Uh, we had a little little kerfuffle. What episode is it? You said 53. Yeah episode 53 of the boundless shores here on the drunkards and dumbasses youtube channel
1: check us out on spotify for on the go
0: so last episode was uh was a bit of a doozy candelabra extinguish and sunk tobin the intense cold wraps you in a blanket of pressure. The weight compressing on your chest, your, your armor, your protection. Now your anchor dragging you down to the depths. The only thing you can do is stare as your eyes darken, and your consciousness fades. Your body collides with the ocean floor, but what you feel instead is your back landing on a cobblestone floor, pressure lifting off of your chest as your nose is hit with the familiar humid sun of Vale Bridge. You Opening your eyes, taking in the, the, the sights and sounds around you, you realize you're back home at the, Re- the Riemann family forge. You hear the, the crackle of the forge and uh, the quiet trill of Sanskrit out uh, hunting for crickets. So you, you take in these sights around you, a familiar calloused hand reaches down towards you as you look up, you meet eyes with the softly smiling image, your grandfather, George Sr. So he reaches down and smiles, he chuckles softly, I told you I'd see you again.
1: How, how am I here? How, how are you here? Be at peace. Peace, my, my friends, what, what happened to them? Patience
0: is a virtue, child. Take a breath. You and your friends will be safe. Okay. They're capable. You're capable. Now, stand up. I you're
2: happy. <laughs> <I'll>, uh, sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I sure fucking am. Whoever that was. we
2: fucking
1: Google. <laughs> am I still in like all my gear and everything?
0: Yep. Yeah. I yeah. have fully fully geared up as you I'll, were.
1: I'll um uh, stand. Uh, I'll s- stand up and dust myself off from, you know, being on the ground. It's
0: time, excuse the background noise, by the way, Um, it's time that you learn the truth. You, my shining star, are a rare breed of magic. Of course, your mother's magic, Tyrael's gifts. The.
1: He's when I saw you, in. In the. Uh, afterlife, he said. Aether something Wilds. about something about the moon. I don't. I don't know exactly what you meant by it at the time, but you said to look up to the moon and see you, or remember. I wrote it down somewhere. You said something along those lines.
0: I shall explain. There's more to the story. <laughs> Long ago, when when I was a when I was a lad, a, a little younger than you, my father was grand archmage of veilbridge vale before the motherlands relations were with magic were less complicated his specialty was channeling his magic through his blade a skill that was passed down generationally king victor uh, ravana's grandfather and reigning monarch at the time asked my father to teach the Vebujaite troops his gift my father knowing of victor's malice refused at the time i was making my way through the ranks i think i had i had just made captain. I was given an ultimatum, our family's extinction or execute my father for treason. He kind of shudders for a moment as his as, as mind drifts back to to another time. I chose survival. I, I thought it would be over, but then More mages were rounded up and I was a hand of judgment. He takes a a long pause and studies your eyes deeply. It's time to shed my shame and teach the new generation. You, he grabs your hand for a moment. Squeezes it tight before letting go. It's time to teach you our power. He then takes uh, a long step back as he draws his long sword, brings it up towards him as he exhales a breath and begins to focus the teal stone on his dark steel bladed longsword begins to glow. As you see within, uh, on the blade, uh, aquamarine and magenta. Mag- magenta, magenta. The game Magenta. <laughs> um, aquamarine and magenta and arcane energy begins to crack through the blade uh, like shattered glass then readies into a fighting stance. It says, Time to train, knight of the hand of judgment.
1: Uh, Tobin takes a deep breath and he draws his sword. He strikes. Uh, uh, caught off guard, he barely, uh, just barely in time, is able to block. Uh, tries to block his blade.
0: As the clang of the blades clash, you hear uh, a rhythmic thumping of a of a hammer on anvil. As you and your grandfather train. That clanging clash of the sword and the bang of the anvil. As the rhythmic energy almost vibrates in your head. As your forehead begins to clench as it becomes a a dull headache to a massive uh, migraine. As you're breathing your lungs become heavy and uneasy and full of water as you hear harsh waves lap on the shores your head Pulsing with the migraine, your entire body filled with seawater. You're drenched, your armor and clothes to, uh, torn as the Ade wash upon the shores of an island. Knees a few yards out washes up in his merfolk form. As well slowly regain consciousness
4: anyone can go first i uh i revert back to my normal gnome self that did go exactly as planned yeah I'd that was that. about the
3: quality i'd expect out of divine uh tools <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I'd say none of this uh, mission exactly went as planned. Um, is everybody okay? For the most part. Oh. I'm good.
5: Um, Maybe. Yonatan, oh.
2: um, it's gonna leave a mark.
5: Uh Yonatan. Um, having assumedly washed up on shore, uh, just getting up off the ground, dusting himself off of the sand and dirt. Uh, And he is looking for Peter as he is doing this. Just looking around hurriedly, just trying to find him as fast as possible. Uh, Give me a general perception check.
0: Just very general, you know. Loaded, the second lieutenant perception check.
1: Hmm.
0: Lieutenant, because we're Canadian, damn it. Huh?
1: Is, is that I right? am
5: proud. Um, twenty-nine. You have perceived all.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> so.
0: Uh, Jonathan, you taking in the surroundings around you, uh, you, you look out to the ocean and you see the enormous hurricane you were caught in is is a few miles out as you look around and, and find yourself in the eye of the hurricane. Uh... This island you 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 now turn to look at uh, look to the unknown territory in front of you the island residing within the eye of the storm. The first thing that that you notice is the absence of noise of any fauna or nature. uh you, you look the beach itself is almost uh, a shade of orange as, as you see familiar red sand mixed with the beach white you look deeper into the island you see you do see ver- various island vegetation you see uh, tall palm trees but instead of the the dull pale green of the leaves and the bright bark you the leaves are a shade of brown and gray. The bark is covered in a stone gray with red, almost vein like tendrils running through it. Uh, about 30 feet away, uh, the, the first sound you, you've heard uh, since uh the the sounds of your friend's voice and the the uh waves lapping on the shore you you hear uh uh, a tuft of grass uh rustle as you expect to see some some type of island animal you instead see uh, a three foot long pale beige colored worm It's beige armor-like exoskeleton with tiny needle-like fibers lining its entire body. body. See its triple-hinged jaw unhinge and devour the grass as it begins to tear into the earth, leaving a trail of red sand.
1: Kill the baby Dunewinder, please! (laughs)
0: Uh... Some members of the Atai Na'ul have met and fought an adult version of this worm, remembering it was called the Dunewinder, once thought to be extinct or even just a fable. Uh, As Yonatan takes in his surroundings and then wildly looks for uh, Peter, he sees just drifting out um, about ten feet in the water an unconscious floating mass of fur and feathers
5: uh do i have my i'm going to look around and pat myself down to see if i still have my equipment
0: um you would have anything you had on your person okay um, Maybe minus any bags because you wouldn't have been carrying bags. Anything
5: you would have been carrying while you're in combat. I'm going to pull out my rapier and try to kill this freaking dune worm.
3: Oh no, my shop is flooded. Zinnia is going to be
1: pissed. Um... Can I just, like, take a look out to see to see um, if there's any signs of the candelabra, like debris or, you know, anything uh, like that?
0: Tobin, you, pounding headache, look up and look around, and just a few feet away from you, you see a familiar bottle uh, covered in sand.
1: Uh, I'm gonna rush over to it as a kind of... Groggily, due to my massive headache, and just uh, and uh, dust, uh, dust it off, and see if it's what I think it is.
0: You dust it off as you see a destroyed ship in a bottle, and as you you study it and look into it, you see a uh, a, a mark you you hadn't seen before on the hull of Candelabra. Uh, uh, you see a three written on the hull as the three fades and becomes a two. You see slowly Candelabra begins to fix itself. Just slowly. It's taking time. But you see as the three fades to a two on the hull of Candelabra, you see the mast beginning to... slowly make its way back to its position
1: um i'm gonna sigh in relief i just gotta thank god this is a uh, our way out of here um and put it in like my uh like my my butt pack that you know like rides on like sits on the back of my armor and then also realizing we are out to shore, I'm gonna feel around in my butt pack to see if I still have Cavallus's um, heart.
0: You reach around wildly until you feel... Thank God.
1: <laughs> Thank Paila. <Pavo. laughs> um. Alright. Well, um... Nah. The ship I found I found the ship, guys. It's um it's back in the bottle. It seems pretty worse for wear, but it looks as though it's uh repairing itself, which is good, but it it, it is moving at a snail's pace, so it may take a while before we could set sail again, but I think we're where we need to be. Not if necessarily a Earth... oh, go ahead.
3: If the need should be so urgent, I could try forming a wand of uh, make hole, but that would take a bit of time, but it would do some broad stroke mending on the uh, on the candelabra if we needed to. But for now I think could we're you, better off letting it could you
0: make me a knowledge arcana check?
3: Certainly. I rolled a two, so that's a twenty three
0: <laughs> fan fucking million uh so as you you study uh this ship in a bottle you're 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 saying this as you're thinking out loud as 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 one of your intelligence would um but as you study it, you begin to think to yourself that that probably wouldn't work knowing where this had come from. And, uh, the, 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 you, you your specialty is, is more, uh, arcane engineering, but this, you, you do have an apt for, um, arcane imbued items. Uh, and as, as you, you study this, you, you get the feeling that that probably wouldn't work as is it probably has its own self-mending applications already applied to it.
3: Alright.
0: You can take that information as you will.
3: Uh, Strike that. Um, This seems a little bit more outside of my wheelhouse. It might be the divine involvement. It might be more alive than I expect, but whatever the crafting methods that they've used, it's clearly well beyond most mortal magics.
1: Yeah, I figured that. I think, I think it'll be okay, so long as we don't need to make a hasty escape, I'm sure it'll be ready when it's ready. Um, Alright, uh... What do you think, guys? Should we head inland? See what's, near the uh, water. About? Yeah. Um, think I've had enough water for a while. What's uh, Like, so you said we are in the eye of the storm. So, like, the sun's like we can see the sun and stuff. Yep. Can we approximate what time of day it is?
0: Uh, actually, no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to see the sun, but um. Roll me a. Oh, roll me a survival check. You can see the sky. Roll me a survival check. <laughs>
1: um, survival. <laughs> That's going to be a big fat three. I'm a little disoriented. It's daytime.
3: Cool. I passed Tobin back the uh the rod of guidance of the Avatar that I was using while I was trying to navigate the uh the Candelabra.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um Well what's the weather like? Is it cold, is it warm? Like It is um
0: it should all things considered it should feel like a tropical island beautiful humid but a cool breeze and a and a slight mist from the hurricane surrounding you this island feels off The first thing obviously the first thing you notice about this island is the 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 decaying vegetation. It's still all things considered a beautiful fucking day, but just with the eerie feeling you just have a have an odd a tingle on your spine that something is wrong
1: so. Is it like warm enough that we're okay to like dry in the sun? Are we gonna? Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: You're you're you can you can take uh, it's warm enough in the day. You guys can take uh, uh, even though. You guys can take a a a rest and gain some hit points back, and.
1: Yeah, maybe just like a short rest to help. Take a take a short rest, dry off your
0: clothes, recuperate. Uh, get some fantasy Advil for Tobin. Um, Absolutely. Is there anything um, anyone wants to accomplish during the short rest? Oh, sorry. Absolutely, I apologize, Nate. I did forget to to cover that uh, to cover what you were doing. Got caught up with everyone else. I apologize. Uh, sorry, I'm just very excited about the session. Super scatterbrained today. Uh, Yonatan, taking in your surroundings, uh, I, uh, you seeing the, the Dunewinder, um, could you roll me a Knowledge Nature?
5: Absolutely.
3: Uh, knowledge Nature. This is the Ade Beach episode.
1: Uh, Mandatory. <laughs>
5: uh, that is an 18. <laughs> That is an eighteen. Uh, so I want to
0: remind you of two things. Uh, so you see, uh, ten feet out within the water, an unconscious uh, mass of fern, fern feathers, uh, which was your your priority as you were making your perception check, uh, as well as you uh, remember back to that dreaded dune winder fight and remember upon its death it did explode in fibers causing a lot of damage and so you weighing your options you thought you I think I'm not going to make the decision for you but your intelligence tells you that it is safer to let it live unfortunately
5: okay Um. I'll Okay, could I? I'm gonna rack my brain to see if I can find a way to contain this dune winder.
0: If you have a way to contain it, uh, within the next minute, go for it, but otherwise, it's gonna get out of your reach. Um,
5: how big is it?
0: It's uh, three foot by one foot thickness. Uh,
5: Um could I build a could I build a wooden box to contain it? In, in a one minute. minute? Yes.
4: Sorry, we don't have the Lego speed build power brick.
0: <sighs> How do you emit
5: uh, this ability? i'm i was going to druidcraft it
1: Hell. i don't think druidcraft's instantaneous is it
5: i don't think so
0: no, uh, rules lawyers me. can anyone weigh in on on his options
4: um druidcraft i don't even think it's a 3.5 thing i think that's 5e huh. nope uh
0: head head shake from uh
3: yeah, it's it's not a mechanic inside of uh, three point five. No. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. So if you, ha- if
0: you have an entangle that you might be able to stop its movement speed. Uh, basically, what you need is something to stop its movement speed at instant instant speed. Uh, okay. If you were to contain it, but
1: you could go save your Griffin friend and not worry about the baby Doom Rider.
4: Although, yeah,
1: t- uh, the Doom Rider, that's on sand, correct?
4: Like it's creating
0: sand. Dune is on sand and creating sand. So entangle
4: wouldn't work because it requires plants.
3: Well, I mean, if there were some grasses nearby.
1: Yeah, there are some grasses, but they're all decaying and bad, anyways.
0: I uh, uh, it would be I would probably make it a higher DC because of
5: the the decayingness. I I don't have anything prepared for that right now.
1: So All don't right. worry about it. Uh,
5: I am uh, just going through, quickly going through my options. Uh, Yonatan <laughs> realizes that there's nothing he can do to stop this dune winder from doing its thing, so he's just going to sprint and just go as fast as he can to grab Peter and get him out of the water
0: uh you uh for a moment stopping and thinking you whip down your rapier and begin to tear through the tides of the the lapping waves as you embrace into the the large unmoving mass of of peter as i need a strength check from you and a swims check
5: oh boy not the best not the best skills in the world for me uh okay uh that is 15 on the strength and that is a 13 on swim
0: uh you uh, embracing the mass of Tobin, begin to wildly kick your legs, uh, and I need another will. I need a will save from you. Okay. At disadvantage.
5: Partner. Um, that is a sixteen. Sixteen. Uh so as
0: you embrace Tobin and wildly kick your legs to to get uh, the both of you back to shores, is you mean Peter? What did I say? Tobin. Tobin. Twice. Shit. Uh, as the massive Peter, um, you beginning to to make some distance. The water, the salt water beginning to enter into your lungs as you begin to sputter and cough. You're, for a moment, brought back to that day. After everything now you've learned, after fleeing from Arceal and running wildly through the woods, making your way to the shores and diving into the water as the water filled your lungs. As the water fills, you begin to cough and sputter as the both of you begin to sink. The, uh, the rest of you noticing uh, Yonatan was lost in thought, seeing that dune Wander for a moment, then diving into the water, kicking as the splashing begins to cease. The masses kind of sink.
1: Um, Tobin's going to begin to take off his uh, armor while he yells, Or Golan, can you swim? Yeah. Go get him. <laughs> Tobin's going right. to rush to doff his armor to help if needed.
2: All right, so I need a strength
0: I need and a, a swim. strength and a swim. Strength will be a disadvantage. because you know you're carrying two masses
2: um all right so my swim was a uh 24. And then my strength is a seventeen.
0: Yeah, you diving into the water once more as you, uh, instead of grabbing them, you you dive behind them a little bit and push with your arms and kick with your legs as uh, you tote them both to shore. Uh, about halfway there. Uh, Yonatan coming back to <coughs> as he uh, emerges from the water kind of helping you push uh, as the water becomes shallower push the, the, the unconscious mass of uh, griffin onto the shore as Yonatan you are conscious uh, You you see Peter is not
5: um, okay, uh, Yonatan is going to try and resuscitate Peter with a CPR. Uh, nature and heal uh, checks, please. I'm going to my page a lot.
0: Well, you should stay on your page.
5: How else would I see your beautiful face then, Wes?
0: I have on my screen, I have my notes on, on one half and you guys on the other. Okay.
1: So, you only half of us?
0: Yeah. Oh. Although, my notes are actually the bigger window
5: than the screen. I'm so... Gonna, I'm going to use an inspiration point to reroll my heal check. Go for it.
3: So full love, he would need to have a dual monitor set up.
0: Uh, once I get once I get my desk up and running and not covered in X-wing stuff, I will have a second monitor.
5: Okay, so that is a uh, fifteen heal, and eighteen knowledge nature.
0: Yeah, with uh, both of both of these skills that you've you've mastered over your years uh you <clears throat> of course knowing the griffin anatomy as well as your uh expert uh your your expertise in in healing as that was one of the first fundamental teachings of the druida craft you uh perform cpr on peter as it gets <clears throat> sp- uh sputters uh uh, a mass of water, as you see, a uh, half-eat, half-rotten fish, also emerge from his mouth.
5: Peter, are, are are you okay, man? <laughs> you're,
2: you're,
5: you're gonna be okay, buddy. <laughs> All right, come on, you big lug, come on as i'm as Jonathan is just going to hoist uh Peter up onto his shoulders and just carry him
0: you and Peter make your ways over to uh the small uh resting area you guys have made just on a small patch of patch of grass just off of the beach to you know not have sand in your socks. Uh, does anyone else, uh, want to do anything during the short rest?
1: Yeah, dude, I'm gonna strip. Sick.
0: Yeah. I, I, I assume you all strip your clothing and lay them out to dry in the sun. I
4: just, I just act, uh, hold a dragon's breath in my chest and heat
1: myself up. Fair enough.
0: You see steam rises off of knees and his clothing as uh, despite it being war torn it is now
1: almost cleaned. Yeah. I'd uh show off I'd say we should make a fire, but we don't know what's on this island. I don't wanna give them a smoke signal. So we're just gonna dry yeah. in the sun. I feel like we could all use a breath anyways.
3: If hey, you guys. feel as though some shelter is in order, then uh, I could always create a stone lean-to with some columns to support it. That way we at least can lay our clothes and armor for drawing on the one side and have shelter underneath.
1: Um, that sounds okay to me. I don't know if I'll use the shelter. I think I like the sun, but... Just kind of like shivering from how cold it was, with his heavy like metal armor and his like soaked clothes underneath. <laughs> but uh... and uh,
0: you would definitely really appreciate the shade. Your your goggles are are caked with with algae and mud as they're they're cloudy from from the steam of being wet and cold, and then now dried. You kind of try to wipe it away a little bit, and you, it's not helping.
2: uh i how close is like the closest like tree line
0: there's not a, not a lot of there's not a lot of shade on this island it's it's you very very mission. sun sun drenched all right
2: uh can i Look to see if I could find the biggest
1: spot of shade. Oh, and you just offered to make you shade.
3: I offered to make a stone shelter. That would have shade.
2: Okay, well then do that.
3: Basically a flat uh, level area and a 45 degree uh, roofing area. And that that would run about 25 feet long.
1: Nice,
0: nice. As uh, Alistair, would you like to go ahead? As uh, go ahead and and describe as you you craft this uh, makeshift shelter into being.
3: Uh, basically, he reaches down into his wand bracer to pull out his arcane etcher, starts to scribble along uh, his uh, mithril arm clasps onto the rune that he uh, created before planting his arm deep into the uh, into the ground and from there it uh, starts to precipitate outward the creation of stone as it starts to ripple up and uh, coat along the surface of the sand. Once the first 25 feet by 5 feet is formed, it starts to then grow out at the angle complete with columns to rise up And supported at every five feet.
2: That's pretty messy.
0: It's a beautiful, rocky, beach shade is crafted into being. As you all,
1: oh sorry, go on. Lay my stuff to dry on the uh, slope side. Before I just plopping in the down in the grass and just kind of sh- um basking in the sun to get the heat but to get the heat but trying to avoid you know direct sun rays in my eyes because of my massive headache,
4: would I be able to rest up against the stone using the internal heat that I'm using to heat up the stone,
0: yeah absolutely um. Just use um, a, a zero level spell slot. I don't um, have spell slots.
4: Oh, how do you cast spells? I don't cast spells. It's just oh. all that will stuff. Oh, awesome. Roll me...
0: Something. <laughs> uh you know what? Never mind. It's all I will. Uh, I'll say as you, you focus... Uh, <clears throat> you lean back and focus and dwell on that heat as you uh, almost exhale it through your scales as you almost hear the, the gurgle and drip of magma as you lean back and and listen to the waves as you heat the stone assisting in the drying of your clothing um as you all take your effects of your short rest uh we're gonna call a quick break Uh, after an hour of rel- you all did your short rest shenanigans, right?
1: Yes, sir. I don't know. What do we get, guys?
0: That was the whole reason for the pause. No, it was because you had to pee. So then you and say... you, you roll a number that. of hit know. dice and add
4: your constitution to it to get some HP. How back. many? Uh, up to your maximum hit dice, I believe.
1: No, I think it's... I thought it was up to your charisma modifier. See, this is why I didn't know.
4: What I read was... I thought uh, that we
3: all were just trying to...
4: Uh, I read hit dice, but it could... And regain
0: not. hit points, because uh, you guys are still... If you are damaged from your last fight.
3: Yeah. I thought that we were just trying to dry off our clothes so that we didn't that have an issue. can be kinda, two things, guys.
1: I kind of thought that too. I didn't know we were doing like a. Yeah. Um. So how many hit dice is it, Wes? Since technically this is like homebrew, because three point five apparently doesn't have. Um. Any... That's why we needed you to
0: regain do hit points up to your Constitution modifier.
1: Like that many hit dice
0: Well a hit hit dice to your cut up to that whatever you need.
3: okay, so if so if we're all level eleven that would be eleven hit dice of progress or eleven hit points rather
0: No it's on your on your hit dice oh. and your you can... constitution modifier you can roll. However, so if your constitution is a 16, so a plus 3, you can roll oh. up to 3d8 hit points up to your maximum hit dice.
3: Oh, okay.
0: Uh... I don't know. So the... I'll, I'll take a look at that okay. homebrew and see if that makes sense. But I don't
1: Yeah, know. I'm pretty sure our homebrew is just what they do in 5e, I think.
0: Whoop. Whatever they do. I like the character sheets better in 3.5.
1: No, yeah, I agree. Yay. I patched up
3: for hit points.
1: Yeah, so okay. one or more hit die at the end of short rest up to the character's maximum number of hits dice, which is equal to the character's level. See, that's a whole different thing than what I read, you know? Like, there's so many different things. <laughs> For each know, just do whatever the, the bug guy said
0: and then uh, do I'll that. look
4: at the 5e rule book after see
0: what it is. Uh, you all taking taking an hour or two and and resting up on the on the beach and drying your clothes you see uh, on the beach the uh Tobin do you
1: want your armor now? Um, I don't know if I'm ready for it, like, like because Buddy still has my armor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, do you want it now? I mean, it's hard to say no to that, but if you, I guess, if you have a way for it to work, yeah, it's coming. Okay,
0: uh, so, uh, you see almost like a a mirage, uh just almost like what 10 feet away from you you see the sky uh, around, along the beach begin to shimmer as it glows in a cyan light as a a, a gate a gateway uh, of arcane magic appears so you see uh a scrawny man in in a beige uh and, a, and a, a fine beige silk outfit. He's got a, a, a short, scraggly goatee and a, and a, a frilly, almost a mustache. Uh, he's kind of got like uh, Einstein-esque uh, hair—pure uh, white Einstein hair—as he's dragging out a large uh, satchel out of this gateway. It's like, <laughs>
2: NERVES!
0: Because it dry through the sand. <laughs> <clears throat> Does anyone have any water?
1: Um,
3: I looked to Alistair. I was like, can your thing do not... Um... I mean, just pop the filter off and it can be fresh, regular water, but uh, V... or uh, rather... Uh... Uh, Beckett has it right now.
1: Oh. Beckett, do you feel enticed to help this man?
4: Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll start walking over to him and take the <coughs> what, the filter, right? The filter yeah. off? Uh, <laughs> sorry. I she heard, just forgets to my, take it
1: off.
2: <laughs> I heard <laughs> the word filter and then my brain was like, was it filter? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll walk over to the man and take the filter off and hand him the bottle.
0: <coughs>
2: Hello. Hello.
0: You must be the anime now. Yep. My okay. name is Mr. Manning. <laughs> Postus Manning. Okay. <laughs> and you're I have be- some uh, mail for you. you. Mail for us? Yes, of course. First, um,. Or-golan. Or-golan. or That's me. There you go, or uh, Next, I have... Uh, uh, he uh, opens up the satchel and pulls out a large uh, clinkering satchel. Goes. goes, uh, Tobin? Do I have a Tobin? Um, yeah, yeah, that's me. Ego hey Tobin. He hands you a large, uh, heavy satchel. And then, so... On my shipping address, it's addressed for the Ade Nawool, but the, the delivery is marked to the n- normals? Oh,
1: you know who yeah. they are um, that's us. Al, anything oh, for Tobin Ream and Co. Also us. Oh, and oh, uh, yeah. no, and he's no, 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 Great yeah, Gra- yeah, Cliff uh, Industries. Great Cliff, Great just uh, nothing for Great today. But uh, sorry. just just note it down that we uh, merged. You probably find us in the same spot.
0: Oh right yeah, I'll, I'll write it down.
1: I give I, I give, uh, I give uh, Alistair a thumbs up. <laughs> Marketing.
0: <laughs> All right, and so I have six satchels for the normals. Whatever the gold deficit was, number, please.
3: Uh, total sixty-six thousand for their current level minus. Can whatever you translate their that
0: platinum for me?
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, that would be uh, six thousand six hundred. Platinum minus whatever their gear currently is.
0: We'll run that down to six hundred,
3: and so I have the entitlement.
0: I need a signing of uh, the current spokesman of your establishment uh, for the claim of six hundred platinum piece. Per six person, meaning
3: 24,000, 2400. My apologies, been a long time. Six thousand, six thousand, six hundred. But uh, if we're
0: no, uh, well, 600 platinum pieces times oh, six people is 3,600, right?
3: Yeah, that would be uh, 3,600 platinum pieces. Yeah, that would be about uh, 36,000 platinum pieces.
0: Awesome. Well, the claim of 36,000 platinum <laughs> pieces uh, addressed from Emperor Killian of the Dying Empire. He sends a little <laughs> note. My formal thanks.
1: Toad's <laughs> so just going to start laughing. <laughs> Do, pl- platinum? Yes. He's uh, going to... Oh, good, go up because he's Tobin. He, did, he does the talking. <laughs> uh do you say you just need my signature? Yeah, yeah, right here right here. Yeah, he and okay, he, quill. He'll uh nicely write his uh name very um very nicely.
0: <laughs> Pours a little bit of gunpowder on it. <sighs> Fantastic folds it up, puts it in his pocket. Well, that's certainly lightened my load. Picks up the uh, now small bag and slings it over his shoulders and says, good luck, and just uh, summons another portal and walks right through.
1: Thanks.
3: Holy shit, guys. How were they able to find us?
2: Right?
1: There's the
4: postal service. They always know that
3: where you are. Kingdom he's from, not to commit tax evasion.
1: Yeah, that's uh, he's from the Darian yeah. Empire, where we just were. He okay. we um uh, yeah sorry we uh we helped out his king their uh their emperor a while back. Back when our name was before Paylor gave us that name. That's why the normals. Um, he gave us that name actually after we saved him. Uh, he was getting robbed on the way to the Esme Lamal festival. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's a, it's a big yes. arcane festival, you would've heard Um, <clears>
3: yeah, so... Never been, but I've been meaning to.
1: Oh yeah, it, it was quite lovely. Um, anyways, we, we kind of saved him from some robbers, and he's been pretty grateful since, but I guess he was, uh, very grateful. And, uh... Always lovely
3: to be on good terms with patrons.
1: Oh! This is my, my armor. I'm gonna pull the armor out of the bag and see I, what parts of it it it's it's clear in, in a way what do you do you know what what material this is Alistair you, you seem to know a lot about like arcane stuff
3: oh god that stuff's ridiculously expensive it it's it's a material called Glass Steel. It's, it's been long lauded by alchemists and spellcasters because of the fact that you need to be proficient in both in order to properly weave the materials together for getting it blown and getting it enchanted just so. It, it's as good as steel or Mithril. It's, it'll be incredibly light, but the fact that it's a beautiful transparent metal I mean, some people will go ahead and add impurities willingly in order to give it that little bit of color, but no, that that is just prime glass steel. Yeah, I'm not even
1: I'm not even sure this is the armor I gave him. He must he must have took some uh, creative liberties as to say. I hope um, my dwarven friends at the forge won't be offended after spending this time their time making. My armor for me.
3: The you... most offensive thing in my book for when presented with a dwarven gift is not to use it to its fullest.
1: Um, yes. can I can I store my uh, old armor in your um in your uh hole? I I meant to I probably should have given it back to the postage <laughs> guy because it was a loner set, but. Well, I'll return it next um, time I'm in town.
3: My portable shop is currently inside the bottle. So ah, I'm expecting um, that I'm going to be bailing it out bucket by bucket when we get it back.
1: Right. Um, I wonder... I'm gonna just...
2: <clears throat>
1: I'm gonna go up to my old armor and... Look at the bottle and just kinda <laughs> try and shove it into the bottle.
0: You unsuccessfully you clank the the breastplate onto the bottle.
1: I was I was trying something. Didn't work out. I don't understand magic. I'm new. <laughs>
0: Uh, Tobin, as you're inspecting the bag of armor, you pull out the helmet and you see a small tag hanging off of it.
1: What does it say?
0: You inspect it.
1: It takes you
0: a minute to read it. But then you remember back your dad always really wanted you to be intelligent. And so he taught you, uh, common and dwarvic, uh, Dwarven runes. Yeah, you yeah, you know, remember dwarven. back, you, you translate it in your mind and it reads, you got this love dad.
1: I guess he made I, I i thought it was a different set i think he made my own made me my own <laughs> you know I, I, that's that's just like him too as great as the dwarvens are he doesn't the dwarves are at doing what they do he doesn't trust them nearly as much as he trusts his own hands and a hammer but this i don't know how he would have done it done this with that with that material you mentioned i've never seen him do anything like that maybe he add some help i don't know
3: coordinated crafting is the beautiful work you said you said it was, said it was some sort it. of
1: like old arcane way like it involved a lot of enchanting and stuff right
3: it's a long 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 lived art but most of the practitioners are usually the long-lived races like the elves because the fact that the final product is so light they appreciate the extra agility that it offers.
1: Well, it's, my uh
3: it is. I, I recently learned hold, though.
1: recently learned my uh family had some big relations in the magic community in Valebridge generations back, so it's hard to say where it, what all my family may know in terms of that, so I'm grateful either way.
0: Keep doing your what you're doing. I just need to write down a lore thing.
1: <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm starting to feel a little better. What do, you, do you guys feel I'm going to just kind of go over and feel the hot stones? I think our clothes are dry. Do you think we should get a move on?
3: Um, I'm ready if everyone else is. I just need to get dressed again
1: right yeah uh I'm gonna begin putting my clothes on and uh after I've got my clothes on and everything, I'll going to uh begin to put on all my uh armor starting with this uh odd suit that came with it underneath that's uh thistle down.
4: With a joking grin on my face, I turned everyone mm-hmm. I expect to be paid for my services.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can I'm... um you can discuss oh wait, he said he gave us six people and he said he doesn't need it anymore, so I think we got a share for knees and a share for Caldwin. One,
0: two, three, four. Oh, I miscounted. That's okay. knees gets a share.
4: <laughs> I was actually like, uh, if it wasn't for that, these was just gonna take the portion and just keep it on him and give it to Kaldor anyways. <laughs> and he was gonna keep it for himself. Nees gets
0: a portion. Why not? Uh, there there was a there was a weird uh, linguistics error that they sent an extra bag.
4: Also, I just and realized how. How they could figure out where we are? We're in a world with scrying.
0: There, there. You know what? There was a bag address to uh, a, a striker.
4: Oh, oh, god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is that what he cat. gets for insulting a dragon. <laughs>
2: this is what, this
1: is what he gets for running out on us when to probably go get more money. He misses out on a bunch of money.
5: Yep. See um. Yonatan is uh, going to go search for, is going to just grab all four of his empty flasks, grab up a bunch of seawater, set the bottles down. He's going to craft a wooden spear with the remaining wood that he has, and he's going to go fishing. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to grab um oh hey uh these uh these bottles are for you guys just don't drink them right now
3: Bottles? Nope.
5: i got bottles of water just don't just don't drink out of them quite yet why because it's salt water oh uh... As of right
3: now, anyway. Well, as soon as... Wild
2: spicy.
3: As soon as we can get back to the ship, I'm sure that I could pop out the provisions box if you like.
5: We'll probably need food in the short term, but that is a good idea.
3: It also carries water skins.
5: Nice. Um... Do you have that on you right now, or...? It's in the boat. Ah. Well,
3: in the fucking boat! As as soon as we can get in there, and I can dive down to get the provisions box, I can feed 15 people every day for uh, the amount of rations and water skins and wine skins it carries.
4: But all of a sudden, you hear, you gotta be kidding me, as you turn around to see me pouring water out of my inkwell.
2: Uh-oh.
3: No. Oh.
0: Your you quill destroy water. looks distressed uh, towards you knees. As it kind of like flails its feathers.
4: No, I'm sorry. I didn't plan for this. I didn't plan on drowning in water. I'll get you some new ones.
2: Hey, yes, I'm talking to
4: my quill. <laughs>
0: as you see, <laughs> crazy as he's talking to his fucking
5: pen. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go fishing. Um, and as, uh, and before I go into the water, um, I am going to cast, um, fuck, I keep, God, fuck me, I
0: suck.
3: Hey, hey, nerf dart. Hey, nerf dart. dart.
0: Would you like to retract that or reinstate,
5: restate um, whatever you I were trying will, to convey? I will restate. I could do a better job at finding the spells that I want to cast.
4: Did you want to cast Purify, I... Food, and Water?
5: No. Um, it's something to help me survive and breathe in water. uh. Oh,
1: to go fishing.
0: Um. So, have you crafted? Uh, before you search for that, have you you crafted a a fishing rod?
5: i I was just gonna do it the, like the primal way and just spear fish. So, as you make your way
0: about ways deep. Into the shores You kind of Stilling your motion And raising your your Spear and Searching for a fish You see uh, Approaching fast uh, Two fish That kind of speed Right past you As you in your focused manner turn to focus and and try to strike as these two two fish dive from the water the fish turn into birds and uh, two pure white doves as they flutter in a circle for a moment as you watch in awe watching these they fly deeper into the island as they fly past the breach of the shoreline within the island, you watch as their feathers transform to a blood red as they fly off into the distance. As you feel the calm, Breath of Varus wash over you.
5: Uh, is is that you? As he's just looking around trying to find Varus.
0: Alistair realizes he's surrounded by a bunch of crazy people.
3: I've come to accept that a schizophrenic
0: a schizophrenic doctor, a uh
4: Whoa, schizophrenic. (laughs) uh,
2: (laughs) A weirdo
0: a weirdo gnome talking to his quill, someone wildly looking around at no one, someone talking about prophetic dreams, and then a chill ass monk.
3: In What's the last that? two weeks, I have seen Paylor, two <laughs> beings that would be gods, a dragon resurrect, and one of the oldest creatures on the face of this world apparently come back to life. And now I'm coming to accept the fact that, okay, the reason why the gods were never there on my side is because they've been busy Helping out these assholes. <laughs> That's
1: right.
2: Is, You're not wrong. You're not wrong. So he's like, maybe if word. I team
1: up with them, they'll finally listen to me.
2: <laughs> helping out is a big, big word for what they've been doing to me.
1: So, <laughs> um. Okay. Did he catch his fish or whatever? Can we like?
0: Uh, he stuff? he had his prophetic moment from from Veras and and realized that. Vera seems to be drawing him into the island.
1: Let us be off.
5: Okay. Let, let's follow those fucking sh- shape-shifting bird things.
4: Wait, do I still have Bubonic, or is, or is he dipped?
1: I'm assuming he's fine.
0: Uh, Bubonic's fine.
1: I figured.
0: He, he just kind of, like, Bubonics, uh, we're not going to go in on the thoughts and opinions of Bubonic right now. Uh, they're a Love lot, it. and they're going to take up about an hour and a half of our runtime. <laughs> Bubonic's so, just over picking
4: uh,
2: fish.
0: Bubonic okay. has a lot of opinions, but we're not going to cover those right now, but he's safe.
2: Bubonic's just screaming.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Internally, run... um, <laughs> he uh, as you all uh are re-equipping yourselves and preparing yourselves and uh tobin as you're you're collecting your things uh your your physical belongings and in a way collecting your mental thoughts uh what are what are, what are tobin's uh thoughts and opinions now of seeing his father's note and having his vision with his grandfather and 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 learning a new uh a new arcane ability that has been hidden within him and in a way from him
1: he's um he's incredibly curious as to uh, more so than ever, the history of Veilbridge and its um, rulers, uh, and his family, and how it was involved in that. Knowing only that, uh, sure, his grandfather was involved in the Arcane Purge, but now knowing that he was almost forced to facilitate it, um, angry at the royal family, like um, like uh, Beckett and Calduin. Um, yes. motivated to dig into his past when he actually has time to do so. Um, because obviously we're busy saving the world right now, and also just curious what um, what Arcane Secrets, not just Veilbridge, but our family in particular holds, knowing that apparently it's a whole big thing of um, sorcerers that can, you know, use their blades in battle, which isn't very common in um, from what he's learned about in arcane in his arcane books, especially it being Eolus's book who's definitely a more um, standard sorcerer rather than you know a spell sword. So he's got a lot going on in his in his wee little head uh, but um, he's excited about his new armor and um, the feeling of it it feels feels good feels really good. Um and he feels more free in it like he'll be able to um cast cast spells easier. He feels like he's able to move more despite the uh increased weight increased weight it uh it feels lighter and more agile. And it's uh pretty sweet. And he's ready to save his friend Kaldwin, <laughs> and he wants to get on with it.
0: As uh the ad I know will begin to purge their way into the heart of the island passing by uh, various uh, trees riddled with these uh, stone gray fungus if any of you people in that field would like to take a closer inspect you are free to, but if not I shall move on.
5: I would like to take Survival it. Survival of Jonathan. nature? Jonathan's gonna take a closer look at these mushrooms.
0: Yeah, go ahead as you uh, inspect the mushroom caps. Now 20. Louis, Add that to, to the tally. Add that to the go. motherfucking tally, Mr.
2: Owen. Um,
5: uh, that is a total of thirty-nine. Um
0: would you like to take the chance to
5: describe
0: how you inspect
5: the uh the fungus? Uh, yeah, so as Jonathan is inspecting these mushrooms, he's just going to put his uh, leather gloves on uh, to avoid any bearskin contact with these uh, mushrooms, as he's just going to like take a sample of it and just kind of just looking it over uh just going through his mind about what type of plant this is this would be and its properties
2: but
0: yeah uh beckett are you're also curious i was just gonna steal some but i wasn't gonna steal any until
1: new units and checked it out because i thought it might be an alchemy thing
0: would you like to go and lend your thoughts
3: yeah i'll just go like lean over his shoulder
0: and just roll uh, me a knowledge alchemy knowledge alchemy
3: okay
2: um,
0: no uh that is a 21. 21 as both of you inspect this uh mysterious fungus it uh, taking a closer look it has a pale stone gray uh cap and and a bit more of a of a darker gray stem and through running throughout each of this uh, uh, running throughout the cap and various parts of the stem is a thin line of crimson red. And as you inspect it closer, it seems to, Pulsate and slowly grow as you, with both of your knowledges, recognize that as these veins pulsate and grow, it sucks more life from which that it's clenched to. Uh, you both recognize this to be witherwort mushrooms. A dangerous fauna that is only really talked about in books and only sometimes traded on the black market. It's very difficult to grow. and it's very dangerous in anything that's it's
5: crafted with um like how like how dangerous is it just like a volatile ingredient um
0: as far as poisons go, this could be listed among the most potent. Okay. Uh, Bacon, you had a comment. Yes. Um, do you, I'm talking to Yonatan. Do you still have those gloves on by chance? I do. Uh, I'm going to pull out a vial out of my um, med kit slash alchemy bag and um, open it up and ask him to grab a tiny piece for me
5: um if you're comfortable Uh, yeah no i i don't mind at all sharing is caring after all as he's just gonna put uh his sample into his uh into his uh pocket and just take another sample of the uh of the mushroom and then just like um where Would you want this?
3: I'm just gonna put this open vial out towards you so that you can put it in the vial because I don't have gloves.
5: Ah, (laughs) perfect. Okay, that works. As Yonatan just like drop carefully, like drops it into the vial,
0: you take samples of the witherwort mushrooms. Um. And begin to make your way through the decaying environment of this once tropic island. As you crest a uh, a windswept dune of mixed red sand, beach white sand. You... You see something you... I don't think many of you have ever experienced in your life. You see an abomination of metallic
2: nightmare.
0: A monstrous sized factory of rust, red, steel, gray and dark stone. Silos like columns in a temple lead way to a hulking mass of metal catwalks and cranes, gear links the size of houses and pipes as thick as trees. A large clock face sits at the top of the factory, below large smokestacks billowing a disgusting yellow smoke into the hurricane above. And peeking just beyond the factory, you see uh, a glimmering of silvery chrome towers
3: this feels like a religious cathedral between
0: you as you crest this dune-swept hill is a wasteland of crimson <laughs> red sand decayed fauna and pools of this odd burgundy I wouldn't even call it liquid as it kind of gurgles and bubbles as and...
3: sludge don't walk it's into the not... brackish eye Iker. Uh, but I mean everything else looks beautiful inside of its purposeful construction huh
1: Keep it in your pants, Alistair. We don't know what the fuck this is. Or, or actual, do you? That's what it is. Yeah, that's exactly it. What, what is this, Alistair?
3: The sheer amount of ingenuity for all of this purposeful crafting. I mean, yes, it's a, it's an absolute tragedy for the environment around it. Don't don't get me wrong, That that is absolutely abominable
5: but i couldn't
1: everything agree. here
3: everything is crafted with such purpose
1: but do you know what that purpose is
3: i couldn't begin to dream until we got inside
1: well uh, i guess we know our next move then
5: oh a travesty to the environment I I could not agree more as a person that thrives on living with flora and fauna.
1: Well, whatever it is, it seems active in uh, one way or another, so perhaps we should uh, begin our search for anything, really, here. Um...
5: Just to be safe, I'd like to, I could only do this on three people, um, but if you would like me to, if you would like me to cast a spell on three of you, I am more than happy to do so. What's the spell? Uh, neutralize poison, baby.
1: Um, we have. I don't think we have any evidence that this is actually poison, so I would wait until we actually need that, especially if you only have three uses of it. Yes, um, because as, as of now, there's, as far as we know, no poison to neutralize, so it seems like it would be a waste. Yes,
5: let's wait um, until we're
1: symptomatic. Yeah,
5: yes, it could be more symptomatic of. This factory, but you know,
1: well, but sludge, yeah, but exactly, we don't know that
5: you know, like sludge, like this sludge may have all the toxic substances unknown to man, as far as we know,
1: right? But, so don't drink but it don't we, we also don't know, so let's not waste your spells, especially if you only have three uses. All right, uh, shall we? I'll get
0: a group survival check. Uh, The DC is 16.
1: Group as in one of us roll it or everybody? Everybody. Okay.
0: Uh, Just let me know, Pastor. uh, Just let me know, fail DC 16. (laughs) Fail. Does
4: that mean you have to beat 16 or.
0: That means you have to beat 16.
1: Okay. I failed by two. I failed with a two. I got I'm to going it. to cast oh. Alter hey.
5: Fortune twice right. on Baldwin uh, uh, and Tobin. All right, alter that fortune. Let me alter know pass or fail. Baby.
1: Okay, hold can on. you do it one more time, Nate? Oh wait, is this a um one of those things I can use the rod on? Um Yes, it is a skill uh, Okay, change. I am going to use my rod this time with the Alter Fortune. <laughs>
0: All right. So, um, Tobin rods that shit, and then he casts it on Orgolan. Sorry. Uh, oh, you go I'm ahead,
5: on... Nate. Just out of character. Just, just you, like, were you gonna use the rod on the first roll? Because I'd really yeah. like to save my spell sure. slots here.
1: Yeah, sure. We'll say I. Can we say I use it on the first roll? Yes. Because I did. Okay, cool.
5: Yes. Okay. Um, And then he can give it to another player. Yeah, I'm going to give that um, Alter Fortune to uh, Orgolan instead. Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My first roll was a... Oh, no.
0: Ooh. Okay. Uh, Pass fails now.
3: Pass. Pass. pass
0: sorry pale uh, oh, wait. fails
3: oh, wait actually i did uh i i met it so i met it you're too. fine
0: you're fine
4: okay
3: yeah. so, did anybody fail
4: with, with the new rules it, uh rolls it's uh, i think it's all pass oh, okay awesome so
0: the yeah, ad i know trucking your way through a Red Sand Sundered Wasteland. Uh, First, you see Tobin kind of getting used to the weight of his own armor. Kind of trip on, on a few rocks, but then catches himself as he clutches the rod and re uh, stabilizes himself orgo uh, and knees is, uh, is holding up their hand against the uh, the the wisping winds of, of the red sand not noticing uh, unstable ground beneath them as the uh, the sand begins to fall out in in a cave-in as reacting in a in a moment uh, Yonatan, uh muttering druidic words allowing uh giving them a few uh springs in their feet as golden green light kind of boosts them up and out of the wreckage As the Adai now will safely navigate through the
1: wastelands.
0: Approach the factory. Your ears are met with a jarring metal on metal scrape
1: and clang. Jeez, what is going on in there?
0: To your right and left pillars uh, uh like a temple uh large silos lead their way to the entr- uh, to the back entrance of this rust red industrial plant
1: what do these silos look like
0: um just large uh they're almost like wa- uh thick Elongated water tower so imagine a grain silo and a water tower mixed together
1: Okay
0: Um, Between you and the doors is a disheveled mess of metal As heaps of old and new material are laid wildly throughout this staging area uh, within the, the clang and the scrape of the metal on metal, you hear a familiar yet strange uh, trill in the air. It it sounds like an adult Dune but metallic, and uh, as you hear, grinds, uh, gears grind, and the the trill mixed with with a, a strange vibration and a hum of an engine. As just in in the center of the disheveled mess you see, a head of a dune winder, but across the entire dune winder's body is metal plates, and and the jaws have an extended, uh, two uh, almost uh, prong-like arms out of its out of its triple hinge snout. As the, the worm-like body extends back to four spider-like legs, as uh, metallic spider-like legs, carrying it as you see a, a tail raise up with a, uh, as, as metallic sharp gears grind as you see a flare of heat. Behind it, you see the tail is, is almost like a, a grinder and smelter. As it. In the center of, of this disheveled staging area. This standing between you and the Rust Red Factory. How do the Adenau
1: react? So is this thing uh, at all like like is it like seem like a modified like Dunewinder or it, is it like a, a fully like mechanical Dunewinder? It is
0: a modified mutant android hybrid okay. of a Dunewinder.
1: And so is it like eating this like metal like that's laying around, it, or like it
0: as as you you watch it uh it it latches onto large metal clusters and begins to devour it and melt it as it eats metal as if it were sheep in a farm jeez
1: um so when you say it like stands between us in the and the um uh and the factory like how how cl- like is it blocking like a door or something or like can we go around it or like what's, what's uh
0: there, there there are heaps of uh, metal and debris all throughout the staging area it it's within the center of the staging area but uh you you think. That you might be able to to carve your way through the staging area stealthily.
1: Okay. Uh, All right, guys, it looks like we might be able to uh, get around that thing because I don't know about you guys, but after dealing with that not metallic dune winder, I don't think I want to make enemies with this thing. So if we want to see what's going on in the factory, we should probably try and sneak through. It seems like we can probably carve out a path.
3: This is horribly inefficient. Relying on a biological organism to chew and dispose of your metal? This could have easily been taken care of by maybe two or three magical traps.
5: Um, Do you think the dune winder in here and the dune winder back at the beach are related?
1: I don't know how we'd have any way of knowing that. The one at the beach seemed pretty much normal, but it did seem like a baby, so... Um, Maybe. Alistair,
0: but. can you roll me a knowledge... Um, whatever it is you do? Uh,
3: spellcraft, engineering... Uh... Engineering.
0: Go for engineering. Uh,
3: that is a 33.
0: <laughs> Study this machine, uh, understanding its biologic, you see uh, a marking on it. Four dash KL one FT.
3: Four dash KLF
0: one T. No, KL one FT. One FT. Uh. Um as you you notice a an odd it's not oil. It's a weird burgundy liquid almost leaking out of this uh biologic bi uh biomechanic being. That's the word I'm looking for, biomechanic being.
4: I just want to say that I've already turned invisible in searching for a path around this thing.
0: Uh, awesome. Yeah, roll me a spot check.
4: Spot. On. That is a twenty-four. Twenty-four.
0: Um. As a lot of your path is obscured, you've at least uh, secured a 60-foot path that, you're, that you and your friends could follow. As I need a survival check from everybody, or a stealth check from everybody. whatever moves silently is the check that I'm looking for.
1: How often can I use my wand thing, Chris?
3: Uh, you can use it once a round.
1: Oh, sweet. I use my wand. <laughs> so that gives me like a plus 20, right?
3: Or is that Uh, yes? You plus me. It's based on guidance of the avatar.
0: Uh, And as we we get the answers to this check,
1: give me a break. Said break. So
0: the the five initial members of the I now will begin to uh, meander stealthily their way through the heaps of metal hearing the the grinding and the uh disgusting trill of this uh biomechanic uh excuse me biomechanic uh dune minder (laughs) You guys begin to uh, sneak your way through and and hide behind uh, various obstacles. Uh, Tobin, as you've donned your new armory, feeling way more agile and stealthily than than you have in previous armors. Usually, Alistair does not journey with you into, uh, the breach of sheet metal.
3: I pull out my, uh, my arcane etcher and start to inscribe a symbol into the palm of my left hand before shouting at the uh, Dunewinder, Hey!
2: Your will is mine!
3: And I cast Dominate Living Construct at it.
0: Muted. You are correct. What is the save on
3: that? Uh, That is a do, 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 do. Okay, uh, so that would make the save on it DC 22 uh will save
0: Um yeah. Absolutely fails. Yeah. I'm now going you to approach dominate, it. uh our friend Forklift. Yeah, he
3: does. I'm going to approach it and check it for uh damage and injury. I don't have Lavender right now, I might as well go ahead and look into making sure that I've got a good, well-kept friend on hand.
0: Roll really will knowledge in here, Uh, 16 plus... Oh wait, 17,
3: 18 plus... 21. So, that is a 39. As you inspect
0: uh, Forklift, you see this, the, the, the odd burgundy liquid leaking out of it. As you would think that, as you would expect, this is the, the type of, of oil that it runs off of. but it's leaking at such an accelerated rate. And as you see it devouring hunks of metal, you you realize that this creature is unfortunately forced to forever feed to keep itself alive as it's dying fast.
3: Well, I'm going to cast a few of my uh, my infusions at it for, yeah, I'm going to pull out my Arcane Etcher and start to inscribe uh, the uh, Runes of Repair onto it. Let's see, I've got more than a handful of my first level infusions left for the day, so... I might as well start tossing around, uh, let's see, uh, repair light damage, and just keep hitting him with that, so that'll be, uh, 1d8 plus 1. Nice, uh, Okay, so that is... Oh, wait. Uh, 1d8 plus 1 per level to a maximum plus 5. So that's 10 hit points that I just gave it back.
0: As... Uh, you imbue these runes, you see one of the pistons on <clears throat> its back left leg uh, that was once uh, seized kind of relaxes a little bit and begins to. Tss- tss- sink in unison with the rest of its leg as it moves and as it kind of stretches and readjusts that hind leg it kind of looks down to you you see as it's its gaped ma uh, has a triple hinged jaws as one two and three jaws hang loose as you see various metal plating and and glassware as you feel it inspecting you. It, the forklift, cocks his head as it lets out a, a quiet trill that's almost a, a vibration as it looks upon you. ...kind of moves its legs a little bit, stretches, and then moves on eating more uh, heaps of metal, as if you all don't exist. As the need for stealth is... No longer there, as you guys can safely make your way through this disheveled staging area towards the nightmarish
5: factory. Okay, guys, let's get the fuck out of here! Like, let's let's go.
3: I pat it with my uh, right human hand and. I say to it i'll I'll try to come up with something to help you as we go.
0: It raises one of its uh mechanical arms up to your robot arm.
3: It strokes it. I pat it with my uh mithril arm and Nod to it. For now, continue as you were, but pretend as though you never saw us. And then I carry on with the rest of the party. Seeing uh, Yonatan silently
0: waving SOS signals towards you you as you bond with Forklift.
3: Don't suppose we've got enough quintessence to go ahead and just soak the whole thing so that way it's frozen in time Hmm. Nope Nope 100 of timelessness? Nope Okay then Figured it was worth a shot
1: uh good job making it not want to eat
3: us so even if it wanted to eat us if it gave that much time to paying attention to us it would be only killing itself it can't continue like this it just can't subsist without constant consumption it's it's dead and it doesn't even know it yet or perhaps it does
1: that's truly uh
3: truly sad (laughs) Let's find the marker, shall we?
1: Yeah, sounds good. I don't have Um, any other better ideas. We'll proceed to the factory.
0: Liam, could you call the break? (laughs) As you enter through uh you you almost crouch through a a partially open bay door you enter into this nightmarish factory you are hit with the aroma of oil and metal you will hear a, a distant clanging of metal Distantly within the chamber. Plastic sheets uh, are hung. uh, From above making this vast room feel claustrophobic. You see heaps of metal. uh, Heaps of... Brain. We're good. You see uh, heaps of dark metal uh, sheets and uh, large uh, wooden crates and clusters of metal barrels strewn around strewn throughout uh, the chamber uh, between uh, the hung plastic sheets. Uh, you see. Uh, Thick chains uh, hung uh, with giant grotesque hooks hung at the end as uh, you inspect them and you see a, a dried burgundy substance on the tips. So you all enter into this uh, cluttered staging area inside the factory of horrors. You hear the, the distant rhythmic clanging just which is one almost like uh, a hammer on a forge just clang somewhere within the chamber around you. How do you all perceive and, uh, proceed?
4: Do you hear Um, me whispering with my quill? Yes, I know. No, I'm not jealous. Shut
1: up. (sighs) Uh, should we... head towards the noise and just... investigate as we, uh... Move through this factory.
5: Yeah, um, let's approach the noise, but like be stealthy about it. Right. We we should be on guard here. We don't know what might come our way.
1: Naturally. Um, Could I? Sorry. I was just saying. Um, say your thing. Uh, could I see
4: any like scaffolding or something that can be climbed up like ladders or whatnot um
0: you could you could try to to climb up the various uh, equipment around you um but no but no particular ladder to to gain advantage no you oh. could you could give me a, a harder climb check to to try and climb up one of the one of the large crates or or a stack of barrels.
4: I uh, go over to our goal and give me a boost as uh, I gesture over to the tallest stack I can find.
2: All right. I kind of like cut my hands and lift him up.
0: Just roll me a strength check.
2: Okay, uh, let's say fifteen.
0: My- Easily, you throw the the small gnome. Do you wanna do? You wanna describe how he how he vaults you up onto one of the
4: large crates. Um, sorry, had to clear my throat. Um, as I uh. He turns his back towards one of the crates and puts his hand down the like, typical interlocked like, palms out as I go over and take a step up as he just lifts up and I jump off uh, towards one of the crates.
0: As you uh, mantle your way onto one of the large uh, wooden crates, you stand... Overlooking the the hung clear sheets. Uh, As uh, you uh, instinctually looking towards uh, the uh, origin of the clanging, you don't you don't see exactly what it's causing it, but you look towards there and you see a large uh, bay door. That's uh, currently closed. Uh, the near to the direction of the clanging.
4: Okay. And there's nothing else of importance or like a way through here that I can see? Um you, you, you see you see a path,
0: it's it's kind of uh not uh, linear in the way of of a path would be, but you you do see a path clear enough that you could weave your way through through the various uh, uh crates, metal sheets and, and oil spills throughout uh this staging area.
4: All right. I uh hock back down. Can't see the source of the noise, but I can Guess where it is? There's some large door headed in the direction. I can saw some type of path. I can guide us there.
3: All right,
1: uh, lead the way then. I but take. You one.
3: all mind holding for just a moment? I just want to prepare a wand just for when we meet. Who's responsible for this place? Uh,
5: yeah, we can. Absolutely, do that. Do we'll just whatever. One minute. Do whatever you need to do.
3: Yeah. I'm going to try to cast the uh, uh, the infusion uh, ma- uh, spell item, and in doing so, I need to make a used magic device check in order to cast up to a fourth level spell to charge a temporary wand. The fourth level spell that I'm choosing is Summon Giants from the Disciple of Thrim prestige class. Oh my. Oh goodness me. Can you
1: just choose like any spell to like put in a wand?
3: Up to fourth level from the spell lists available. Oh, okay. So that means that in order to cast this. I think I'll only need five rounds, so caster level five should be fine. So that means that it's I like need 48 to make seconds. a use magic device check for spell storing item of 20 plus spell level times three, so that's a DC 35. You got three. it. You can do it. Woo-hoo. yep I beat it by three but it does all right
0: <clears throat> do you spend the time to create this wand as uh knees can I just get a quick survival check out of you as you're gonna lead the ad I know through your uh path through the warehouse towards the clanging And might I ask, are we doing this stealthily?
1: 15 and yes, that I was are. the plan.
0: Alright, so 15 and everyone roll me a move suddenly.
1: Ooh. I got 38 moves.
4: Can we add anything onto this since we're in a loud factory? <laughs>
1: No,
0: it's
3: okay. fine. That's a at 20.
0: The, 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 I should explain that. The factory is seemingly not loud as in production loud. There seems to be this one isolated clanging in this chamber you're in. Okay. But the, the factory itself does not seem to be making any noise. Uh,
5: 18
4: yeah, I got 11. Oh, great. Uh, I'll give it a DC
0: 10. Anyone Anyone get lower than 10? Nope.
2: My ability modifier is a 10.
0: Oh, when you walk on your goddamn tippy-toes, I guess. <laughs> uh... You all stealthily making your way, uh, avoiding large puddles of spilled oils weaving between the semi-transparent sheets and various materials. The clanging becoming louder as it's at least uh, mm. now 30 feet away from you and clang, 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 clang. clang. as uh, knees, I guess you're leaving the pack. The uh, clanging seeming to do just be run the uh, obstacle you're now pressed against. Roll me a spot check. If you would like to peek out. 28. 28. So you... Uh, of course, uh, trained in espionage, peek your way out, expecting to see not just a chain that is uh, attached to a ceiling uh, tied into a ventilation fan as you see the chain. Uh, clang, clang, clang Up against the metal wall
2: mm-hmm.
0: As you Kind of just A uh, sigh in your heart for, for just a moment As You're thinking no maybe this is Nothing you look Towards where you saw That bay door was as uh, you see two hulking figures, almost statue-like, standing motionless beside the bay door. They're standing about seven and a half feet tall, these steel, hulking, gray masses built like suits of armors with uh, crimson and burgundy accents. Its stout head, uh, coming to a sharp point, thin slats for eyes, colored a semi-transparent paint of red. They seemed to be inactive. The head inlaid into a jutted breastplate, a large ruby with runes, uh, carved Upon it, embedded into the steel gray armor, those who ventured into the depth of Calamduum, the Dwarvish fortress, would recognize these runes on this ruby as similar to the device that they saw in Kalamdun.
4: I turn to the group. And just put a finger up to my lips as I gesture to the two large mechanical knees.
1: Knees wouldn't have been there, right? And Callum Dune? No. No, Caldun was there and he hurt his leg. <laughs>
0: yeah, Caldun um, was there.
1: I'm gonna I <clears throat> kinda of nod at him and quietly attempt to peek around the corner to see what he's talking about. It's someone snort. V may be
2: snorting. I think he's <laughs> asleep.
0: <laughs> uh, so... <One>
1: day.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: You see uh, thick armored legs with joints uh, at the knees and ankles, telling you that it is armored and dexterous. Large armor plates uh, are bolted to the shoulders. You see chunky armor plating on the shoulders and arms with uh, closed compartments uh, on both the shoulder and the arm and the and the gauntlets showing that it is heavily armed. You see the letters S-G-S-C printed on the left side of the breastplate. And as you all around the corners and uh to get the sights. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're gonna call it a night, as uh, I think so. V said it quite well.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us for this episode, <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys all have sweet dreams.
3: Yes. <laughs> Night everybody. (laughs)
2: Peace. Bye, have a great time.